1: Welcome to the mid-season finale of Fear the Rambling Dead. It's the unofficial Fear the Walking Dead internet radio show exclusively on poppychularadio.com. Poppy Radio, pop culture on demand. And today is Tuesday, the 24th of May, and I'm your host, Deadly. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Fear the Walking Dead. And later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert, because we're going to bring you the hit AMC series, Casting Scoops, Spoilers, and Ratings. And doing this with me, I have my co host for the last time until August. Uh, yeah. He'll run after Harley with no shoes on, it's <laughs> Legionnaire.
0: Yo, yo ramblers. Douse yourself in water and repent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my
1: now, why would you run out of the house with no shoes on, man? I just don't get you. Ah, oh, you hmm? know.
2: <laughs>
0: have to have to have to catch up with my boo bear. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't mm-hmm. thinking, man. Sorry.
1: All right. Next up, she would never poison good pizzole. It's Deidre.
3: Yes, I would.
1: Oh, she
2: would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust
1: Deidre. Yes, I
3: would. Don't oh. trust me. Yes, I will poison you. Yes.
1: Oh shoot!
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Next up, he spent the entire season in zombie blood. He's taking a good shower. It's all cleaned up. It's Poppy Chulo. Are y'all cleaned up, man?
2: I am, but you know what? Like, right after I took that wonderful shower, I had to get dirty again. <laughs> no. Why'd you send me on that errand, Madison? I know,
4: right? <laughs> I
2: just got my hair did. <laughs>
1: All right. Now is that a pimple she's picking on the, her face or is she peeling away the flesh? It's Ashley Michelle. What's going oh, on?
5: Oh, ew. you. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: That was nasty. That's the nastiest part of the whole show.
4: Mm-hmm. mm Mhm. Agreed. Mm-mm. Travis's feet.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, another second. Second to that. All right, guys. Yeah. Let's re- recap. Let's recap. Jump into our recap of 2. 07. This was titled Shiva. I hope I got that right. And it aired sun- Sunday, the 22nd of May. And here's an official synopsis of the episode. And uh, it was kind of long, but hey, we find the shot heard with Strand shooting Thomas in the head and decided not to kill himself. Celia is furious and demands that he and the group leave by the end of the next day. Chris is run off when he was caught by Madison and Alicia with that knife. Remember that? Madison tells Travis what happened, who goes off after him. Uh, Strand begins the process of digging a grave, and Daniel tells him the ground is cursed and he will just rise again. Uh, Daniel also has dreams that Ophelia has become a walker and tries to get her to leave with him, saying his dead wife is waiting for them at the gate. Celia has asked many of her group to watch him. And when they see him pulling Ophelia to the gate, they restrain him and take him to the cellar. Ooh. Celia tells Daniel he must come to terms with the dead in order to live with himself. Want to know what happened to Nick? Nick takes it upon himself to bring Celia's walker son to her, hoping this will soften her heart and let the whole family stay. When she sees he understands what she means by death, she tells the group they may stay, but Strand has got to go Madison tries talking to Nick to find out why he keeps covering himself in walker blood, Poppy. That's gross. But she can't understand his view of death and is frustrated by his feelings for Celia. Uh, Celia takes Madison to the cellar to show her the dead while they're feeding to show her how they can be controlled. But don't do that because Madison locks her in the cell with the dead and she leaves. Nick offers to find Travis and bring him and Chris back. But when he finds them, Travis says he and Chris aren't coming back and he needs to take the time to help Chris. Yes, he Nick not to tell Madison he couldn't find them. Daniel is attended by one of the compound workers, and he is able to knock him out, escape. He then goes where the dead are held, and seeing his wife and those he's killed in the past, he sets the place on fire. Strand, who previously left the compound, comes back to help the rest of the group, escape the fire. But when Madison sees Nick, he tells her that he couldn't find Travis. And he's not even going to go with them. Back to the boat. There you go. I want your initial reactions, guys. Let's start with uh, Poppy Chulo this time.
2: I loved this episode. A very strong midseason finale. I really love these characters, and it's funny because at the start of the series, a lot of the characters were annoying, and I and I liked only a handful of them, or maybe even one or two of them, but I've grown to really like the characters a lot, and they're growing as characters, embracing this brand new world. I think a lot of us in the beginning forgot that these aren't the characters from the mothership like in the mothership they were already thrust into this world so they've had time to sort of acclimate and to learn the world these characters were experiencing it for the very first time and as they've said the showrunners have said of at least the walking dead and of the comic in the walking dead universe they don't have zombie movies they don't even have the word zombie that's why they use terms like walkers and infected so This concept of the dead returning back to life is new to everyone, and I loved seeing how they reacted to it, and how they've been adapting to it. And uh, I feel like this has been a very strong second season so far, and the finale just, you know, for me at least, put it over the top. We started off with flames, and we ended with flames. Burn, baby, burn. Oh, (laughs) Disco Inferno (laughs) I'm getting It's getting hot up in here
1: Deidre is it hot for you? Hmm?
4: Yeah
3: Yeah Yeah my initial reaction To this episode Was it was really Good still can't stand Alicia It was very good though Very good Mm.
1: That's short and sweet How about you uh, Legionnaire? Oh,
0: the estate, the estate, the estate is <laughs> on fire. We don't need no water. Let the motherfucker burn. Burn, uh, motherfucker. Oh, my God. It was off the chain. <laughs> it there. The went, he there. went there. I went there. He went there. <laughs> it was oh. a great episode. It was definitely, it left stuff really crazy and up in the air, which is, you know, the kind of frustrating, crazy Annoying, wonderful Cliffhangers that I like um, So it was cool I, I really liked this episode
1: Ashley, how about you? Do it in a song form, please Do you have a song for us? <laughs>
5: I'm totally gonna agree With everyone else And say that I really love this episode and I hate being put on the (laughs) spot.
2: She made her own song.
1: Okay.
2: (laughs) God, Fear the Rambling Dead, the musical. Yeah. Aces for
0: the original song. I love it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Next week on iTunes. (laughs) All
0: right. Oh, God. Yeah,
1: guys, I agree with all of you guys. It was—I uh, just liked how everyone was going nuts because I love when people go nuts, and uh, everyone was off the rockers from Nick to Chris to Daniel and even Barefoot Daddy. I mean, yes. everybody was crazy. And, and Madison went there. I didn't think. I didn't even think she would go there. I didn't. I didn't I think. love of, Madison. I was like, "What the hell? She just <laughs> do No, she did not just land that. Well, Hashtag what?
2: she's fierce.
1: Hashtag that bitch
2: there. Exactly. That bitch. Oh. Bish where? That
3: bitch
4: there, boy, boy. All
1: right. Before we get into a thorough recap, here are a few reminders on how you can interact with the show via social media. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the rambling dead. Follow the station on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Poppy Chulo Radio. Help support Poppy Chulo Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com forward slash Poppy Chulo Radio. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us via contact at radio.com. And are you interested in joining the popachular radio team as an on air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at popachularadio.com. And you can binge listen to your favorite popachular radio programs by visiting radio.com forward slash archives and search for Fear the Rambling Dead through iTunes and hit the subscribe button. Guys, let's get deep into it because we loved it, so let's get deep into it and it starts off with some uh some nightmares of Daniel and I'm going to pass it right to you, Poppy, because I need a break. And I think you know about these nightmares because it started in El Salvador.
2: I do. Yes, I had these nightmares as a child as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so young Daniel Salazar, mm-hmm. you know, very young, like a child. Salazar <laughs> is uh, out in the jungle of El Salvador. And uh, he's there and there's like um, almost like a creek type of thing. And it's, like, filled with dead bodies. And then you hear the man, the same man whose voice we heard a couple episodes ago, say in Spanish, Take the gun, Daniel. Take the gun. Take the gun. Yes, and then he wakes up. And he's like, because uh, hears the shot. Remember the shot that ended the previous episode? And so he instantly gets up, and he wakes up Ophelia, and he's like, Ophelia, you know, come on, we got to go. We got to go. Ophelia, Ophelia. <laughs> and so he drags her out, and they start running, but then all of a sudden Ophelia sort of um, stops, and so he turns around, and he's like, Ophelia, come on, we got to go. Ophelia, we got to go. You know. <laughs> And then she's like, Papa, and she starts, like, picking at something on her face, and then the face starts peeling off, and then Daniel wakes up again, because this was a dream within a dream within a
1: dream. Oh, it was a dream within a dream. I've never had one of those guys. Mm -hmm. I have. They're epic.
0: Oh, those are creepy as hell. I love them. Yeah.
2: I guess I'm I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum, (laughs)
0: because
2: they're so creative. It's like, um, what what was that movie? Um. Inception? Yeah. Yes. Uh, was it called Inception? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, just yes. making sure I got it right. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's fantastic. And so he wakes up again. It was all a nightmare, times two, a nightmare squared. And so he hears the gunshot, and people are running, and Ophelia's not there. And so he runs out.
4: Ophelia! <laughs> mm-hmm. That was deep puppy truth.
1: It was was deep. And then he wakes up for real, though. Right? He wakes up for real. Mm -hmm. And to that same gunshot. And I guess, does he go down there to to check it out? No, he just adventures. I think we just see what happens, but he doesn't go over there.
4: Mm -hmm. Is that right,
1: Poppy? So we just see what's going on up in there. And it's Celia. She's uh, telling Strand what a horrible horrible person he is for (laughs) lying to her. Is, Is that right? Because I'm... I'm getting confused from that. Story. Yeah, no, that's yeah. exactly what
2: she did. Then she gives him like a pimp
1: slap. Oh, she did. She did, she did. because She's he was. Supposed she to, put stank in it. Because he mm-hmm. was supposed to take the two little wafers, him and. And Abigail. You are Tom, selfish. Yes. You never
2: cared about anyone. You didn't love him. <laughs> I knew about you from the start. I never trusted you. That was my son. No, bitch. That wasn't <laughs> your son. <laughs> oh my god. You were getting all the accents. I am the modern day Sybil.
0: Yeah, she was
1: mad. Oh was mad. yeah, Celia was just going at it. Did, didn't you guys love her going at it, Legionnaire? Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was. I thought it was hilarious. It's like really, really chick. But I, but I, but I, but you know, I eventually got it. I think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Victor ever really intended to kill himself. I think he was telling Thomas what he needed to hear so that he could let go.
1: Mm-hmm. As so, Dieter was you
0: know, a so bro he was that he was he was worried about him hanging on and wanting to be there and stay as long as he could to take care of him so i think he was just he was you know not necessarily lying outright but definitely wanted him to feel comfortable and and be at peace with 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 dying and everything else so that you know he could take care of the final step
1: yeah and so see, she wants them all gone but nick kind of talks her into giving them some time that even kind of makes her more mad at uh strand she's like look at you having this guy do your begging
0: yeah
1: uh-huh.
3: yeah but he was she was mad at madison too who decided to come <laughs> in here and act as if she owned the place so once again
1: she always barging <laughs> in
3: huh Deidre? <laughs> always barging in like listen you need to calm down no you need to get the fuck out <laughs> <Get> the- <laughs> always always trying to be your boss knowing she's nothing but a pipsqueak She is a boss.
2: She is a boss, boss, Deidre.
4: Don't be a hater.
2: I love Madison.
3: (laughs) No, she She would like to be the boss. Madison just thinks she is because she's carrying around Travis's balls. That is the only reason why she thinks she's a
2: boss. She's grown her own balls. They're hanging off her clit.
3: Well, she ain't had them long enough. They haven't dropped to where they need to be effective and useful. So, no. Oh (laughs) gosh.
2: Hashtag hater. Still time
3: to get (laughs) them. Oh my goodness. No, but but when she when she said that to uh, when she said that to Chupacabra.
2: (laughs) Chupacabra. (laughs)
3: <laughs> when she said that to her i swear to god before that woman even turned around she put a curse on her i was like oh my god madison please shut up please don't say anything to this woman mm. don't
1: do it and she she's says, the owl
3: man oh she don't get it
1: no, no all right guys let's find out what's up with travis the guy with no balls the teacher says <laughs> and uh Ballless. <laughs> He's ballless, but he and he can't find Chris and he asked Alicia to help find him, but she refuses and tells mm-hmm. Travis that she woke to find Chris standing over her bed with a knife.
3: Did you see that look on her face? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't like Alicia.
3: I didn't like that look on her face and it just goes to to, to the strength it, it strengthens the fact that Madison has her kids so spoiled
0: you that know that's really exactly what i thought i was like you know she's really got a couple of fucking brats yes <laughs> yes but wait wait one if, one one i like and one i don't
2: <laughs> but like how are you supposed up, to react at, exactly say it ash because i'm on your team
0: if you
5: no, but, woke but, up to your mm-mm. brother Mm-mm. Mm-mm. A knife you. After
2: right? he threatened Mm-mm. you Mm-mm. and physically Mm-mm. held you, but,
0: but but even but even with that, even with that, they are they they are in this situation. They are all in it together. So yeah, I'm not saying that she shouldn't have been fearful but at the same time you know it's like look she's not in a position to help him madison's not in a position to help him clearly the only person that that has any any chance of getting through to him would be would be the father so it's like look hey i can't get through to him you need to go find him do something and you know take take Yes, yes. You know what? Chris is fucked up. He did some shit that's fucked up. But Chris is fucked up in the head. He's got a whole lot of shit going on. And and at what point is somebody going to say, look, we really need to crack down and and figure out what we can do for this kid.
4: But
3: no, that's not what they're doing. They're like, no. we come first. We're right. important. Exactly. Exactly. And your kid is the stepchild. We don't have to associate right. with him. We come first. That's all right. you keep hearing from Madison and from Alicia. You don't hear it. From Nicholas, you don't hear that at all, but from Alicia and Madison, it's just we come first. We come first. Yes, he stood over the bed, but I mean, look at what everybody else had to do and what Madison had everyone else doing when the situation first hit, when the the outbreak first hit nicholas is an addict addicts are manipulative they would do whatever they have to do to get their next madison was still in drugs for the boy doing whatever she had to do for the boy mm-hmm. and telling travis that you had to come you, you need to be on my side you mm-hmm.
2: need to be
1: with me honest
3: mm-hmm. and then something happens to to his kid and she's like no my kids come first so no preach
1: preach right. i exactly. get what
2: both of you are saying oh, i i do get that that madison should be um supportive of they travis with poppy. chris
3: no don't
1: even pop. <laughs> don't even poppy
2: <laughs> i get that she should be but but i i don't see why alicia at the moment that that's happening should feel compassionate at that time
0: right. and, and it's right. not and, right. it and but it's not someone? and it's not even a question of feeling compassionate, but at the end of the day, they're all still in this together. So even if she doesn't necessarily feel compassionate, she doesn't have to be bitchy about around it either. Because clearly there's something going on with him. So put even Chris in the not, hole. Even even if it's not compassion, there's something going on with him that as a family they should be they should find a way to come together and that's and that and that's been the theme of what's happening madison has gets into this position where look i need you to do for me i need you to be here for me but soon as but soon as travis gets into this situation like oh my god i don't know what i'm gonna do with my kids that's some really fucked up she goes well i gotta take care of my daughter so,
2: and i will say it, though uh, a psychopath, psychopath
4: and
3: Alicia. And <laughs> Alicia. i will so, say a psychopath and, 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 and an addict, addict are different be though. that way because Was Alicia not the person that had those people end up coming to the yacht, trying to kill everybody on the yacht? And yet what happened?
0: What happened? Exactly.
3: No one tried to kill the little bitch. Nobody.
0: Yep. Exactly.
3: I'm done. But if you had
5: put Alicia out there in the field looking with Travis to find Chris, (laughs) what would have stopped Chris from killing Alicia in the field when she was by herself and they were split up? Nothing. She would have been out in the open with no weapon. It wasn't a safe thing for Alicia to do if they wanted to keep her alive. They knew that
3: Chris was oh, on the edge. My God, yes, but what but why is Chris on the edge? Because nobody is giving zero fucks about the boy and he is having issues. No one is showing him support and he's got he's having issues. No one.
4: Throw
5: him in the hole. One that surprises me the most that he's not thinking like Celia does because he still couldn't get over his mother's passing when his mother was bitten and going to turn into the dead. Into a, uh, the infected. Uh-huh. And yet,
4: mm-hmm.
5: he doesn't see it. He sees it as her being dead and it being Travis's fault when she was bitten, which is stupid because she was going to die anyway within a couple of hours. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden, he's not the one thinking like Nick is, which I think is a little weird. He should be the one most vulnerable to that.
1: Guys, I was binge watching all the other Fear of the Walking Deads before uh Ooh. You know, the, the new one that started <laughs> just to watch him again. And there was one episode, I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh Chris and Alicia were in the truck waiting and these military guys came and they were basically gonna rape Alicia and take him mm-hmm. take her with and Chris stood up and he was trying to fight like four military dudes just on his own.
4: Yeah.
2: He, yeah, and yeah. remember they played dress up in a house.
1: He was trying, <laughs> yeah, he was trying to protect his his half-sister, and, and look like what Steph? his half-sister doing now. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Throw yeah. Chris in the hole. Or stepsister, whatever the hell. Not even <laughs> half, but whatever the hell she is. <laughs> All right, guys. So, well, let's see where Chris is. Chris is running, and Travis is on the run. He's searching, and he sees him through the thick fog. He's moving between the crops. Chris is running. Travis gives chase with his bare feet, just his socks, and he's looking through the night. Uh, Sunup comes up, and he still hasn't found Chris, but he found and infected with a knife in its eye. He takes the knife, but he doesn't notice that the infected has an empty gun holster. And from afar, Chris is watching his dad. And the gun is in his waistband. Did you see that?
4: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Trying to be all gangster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the day
1: wears on, and Travis still hasn't found Chris. He's exhausted. He's in pain because he went out without shoes, and his feet are bloody, and he sits on a broken chair but isn't down for a moment before he hears a noise in the tiny house behind him and then he goes busts in there and he finds an angry guy living in there so he thinks he's angry whatever the guy's in there and he only speaks spanish and and agua and the, agua <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and they kind of face off and and Travis says you know he's just looking for his son the guy kind of lets him sit there and the two men cool off and the guy offers Travis some what poppy agua yeah
4: <laughs> and he <laughs>
1: And he lets Travis rest his blood-soaked, nasty feet.
4: Ugh. Yeah. Oh,
2: that man. was gross. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. gross. And that <laughs> looked was like determined. it. That looked like it hurted. It hurted it so hurted. much.
4: Hurted, <laughs> did hurted, did.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, hurted it so much. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you want to keep on going with this story, Poppy. Do we finish it out.
2: Yeah, I think so. Well, you finish it out. Because... All right, so his feet is herded, and so the man is like, Zapatos. <laughs> and so he, he brings him over <laughs> some shoes, and, and so Travis notices that there's a picture of a boy, and he's like, mm-hmm. I, Is that your son? You know, I'm looking for my son. He's like this tall, and he's got this hair, and he's skinny as fuck, and he looks batshit crazy. Have you seen him? And he's like, No ingles, no ingles. And so, and then he's like, oh, este, este. And he's like, east, este, east. And he's like, si, sí, este. And so uh, he's like, uh, like, pointing over there. But then all of a sudden Travis is like, you don't speak English? Why you got an English book? He's like, what's that book? About? And he's like, no, este, este.
3: Este, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Are you sure you
2: don't speak English? Because you got a book that's in English over there." He's like, "Este, este," <laughs> and so he's like, "Okay, este." And so as he's walking out, he notices um, there's a closed door, but there's a light on, and there's like shadows, and he's like, "There's somebody in there." And so then the man finally speaks English, and he's like, "He, he, if he told me if I didn't get rid of you, that my son will die." and so Travis is like he's like oh okay and so then uh he looks like he's about to leave but then he's like bam and he busts through the door like he's Liam Neeson in Taken and <laughs> and there's Chris holding a gun to the boy and uh Travis is like come on Chris you know don't do this you're not batshit crazy you know I'm your father and I love you come on let's leave let's leave and and, and Chris is like no and so then um he ends up knocking the gun out of Chris's hand and he, you know, takes him outside. Well, no, Chris runs and uh, Travis runs after him and then he tackles him down and but all of a sudden uh, Chris swipes the knife that Travis had and he, he's like about to like shiv him mm-hmm. and uh, but Travis wrestles it away from him. He like pops his hand down and pop, pop, pop until the, the knife drops out and then Chris is like, I'm no good, I'm no good. Papa, I'm no good. I like that scene. Mm. Thought it was I did
4: too.
3: That was really good. And you know what it? You know what it told me too. The land they keep saying, you know, uh, Ruben Glass keeps saying, you know, the land. Daniel keeps saying the land is bad. It's like an evil land. But I'm telling you, it's it's grown Travis a new pair of balls. It really has. That land has been good for him. <laughs> i
4: I'm, I'm
3: serious. Travis has been like the last few episodes he has grown stronger and he is standing his ground more and he is becoming more the more he notices that there's something going on with his son the more he's standing firm and i i like that i like that a lot
1: and your boy reuben blades blood is he said uh on talking dead that he feels like travis is the moral compass of the show poppy
2: I don't agree, but I respect what Reuben Blade says. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> yeah, throw that out there.
3: <laughs> ah, Travis, Travis is, is... He's something.
2: He's I don't something. know if he's the moral compass. That,
3: that, that's a character that's growing, evolving. That's a character that is evolving. He and Nick are two very... Because I hated Nick at first, but they are really evolving.
2: Oh, I love Nick show. from the beginning.
4: Yeah, I All
1: right, guys. Well, uh, let's keep it going because a little earlier, Madison was telling Nick and Alicia to pack whatever supplies they can. The place is dangerous and she wants to go back to the boat. Madison believes Travis will be back. and uh, But Nick says, you know, I think I can talk to Celia and letting us stay. And so I don't even think he talks to her because what happens is Nick just returns the compound covered in in goo, infected goo. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> with that doesn't pound. sound right. <laughs> with a pound gagged. Louis, all infected. Louis, and her son. Louise, Louise, mm-hmm. let's get it right. <laughs> Nicolas. Nicolas.
3: Uh, um, but um, before that, did did please tell me if somebody noticed the look on, Aunt, on Alicia's face when Madison's like, get whatever you can and start packing and let's get ready to go? And <laughs> she was like, I don't think we're going anywhere. Her whole face was like, No, we're not leaving. <laughs>
1: You know who I was thinking about? I was thinking about Ashley when Ashley was turning into her, talking how she's just a teenager sitting on the couch. Oh my god! Because <laughs> <laughs> she was getting too comfortable, Ashley. Don't you think she was like ready to sit there and watch her TV again?
2: That's too funny. But Madison was in the right though, because yeah. they didn't know what was going to happen next. Okay. I I liked what she was saying, and like both of them were like, "What? We we don't have to do anything." E- so I agree they were spoiled at that moment. Yeah, cuz I was pissed off cuz I was like Madison is doing the right thing. Like you're supposed to like get everything that you can, you know, that that, that isn't bolted down and that isn't noticeable that's disappearing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh what were we talking you about You got to give
2: a too? couple points to Madison Deidre I That do not. was smart. I do not. Oh my gosh. <laughs>
4: No. Uh, Let's
1: go to our triple conversation yet because she's happy to see Louise.
4: Because mm-hmm. she's the owl.
1: Because he's changed, but he's still her son. She has a couple farm hands. Put him with the rest of the change. Then tells Nicole How do you say, Nicolas? Nicolas. Nicolas.
2: Yeah, Nicolas. That he belongs here
1: with her. She believes that this is not the apocalypse. It is the end of death. She wants him to stay, but he won't stay without his family. And Celia thinks they are the monsters destroying what. Which they don't understand, Poppy.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. It will be you who decides if they have to leave. Yes, Mm -hmm. I
5: think this is the most interesting concept in the Walking Dead universe brought yet. That this is the end of death and the beginning of eternity. Because we have not seen a walker die from starvation. They just become very, very weak.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. true. True.
1: So you bought into Celia's Kool-Aid, did you girl?
2: (laughs) God, (laughs) Ash is the owl now. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat the wafer, Ash. Don't eat the (laughs) wafer, please.
3: But that is very true if you think about The Walking Dead. Ashley's got a very good point because you see them you see them turning dusty and old and frail and laying on the ground, but then they'll still move their head even though they can't move anything else or just the upper half. They're all turning on us. (laughs) Oh, my God, Papi Chulo. I'm scared, Deadly.
2: I know. (laughs) They all ate the pozole.
1: (laughs) Red, green, or white?
4: Mm. All right.
1: Uh, Ash, Nick is taking a shower and is talking to Madison. Do you remember that scene? Do you want to talk about that scene? If you don't, that's cool. But Do you remember it? Uh, I I just
5: remember Nick just... With you the just remember red Nick all contest it. going on there. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: you're <laughs>
2: looking at his red <laughs>
1: nipples. Okay.
5: Yeah, his nipples were very. <laughs> they were there. <laughs> In every
2: show, Deadly's on. He ends up mentioning nipples at least once.
3: It's okay, Deadly. It's love. It's mm-hmm. all love. Yes. i
2: got to love a, a good nipple, right, Deidre?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, all right. Well, anyway. He's having a conversation with Madison, and uh, she she doesn't understand Nick Nicholas fascination, Nicholas. The, Nicholas, Nicholas' fascination with the dead, and and he is dr- basically drunk, silly as Kool Aid, like Ash has, and insists <laughs> and, and s- that they're not dead. And Nick feels like his mother's talking to him like he's using again, you know, it's that same old story again. But he promises he just did what he needed to do to get his family to stay then he offers to bring back travis you know he's, he says you know what? they won't touch me claiming that you know while he was on the beach he came face to face with one of these and you know what he's got no fear poppy no fear i know right mm-hmm. he but moves you know... among them like he's yes. invisible
0: but no fear no hate just mm-hmm. knew that he wasn't gonna die
1: Ooh,
0: exactly
3: but i i think it's really good that he's his relationship with his mother is changing so quickly. And you just seen the frustration on his face, especially in this episode. Every time she speaks to him, he's got this look on his face like I'm not a fucking kid. Will you please, you know,
0: right. Stop. stop. Right. Stop treating me like I'm still strung out is basically what he's trying to tell her. Stop, you know, stop, stop hovering over me that way. I'm, I'm not that person anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm more acclimated to what's going on than you think. And she's not seeing it.
2: But, and this is not to defend Madison. Not that much time. I know, I love me some Madison, I'm sorry.
4: But not a lot
2: of time has passed. Like, if we think about it, between right now... And season one, not that much time has passed. I mean, how long were they out on sea? Like a couple of days? Uh, Like she still sees him as. No,
0: I don't buy into that. Enough time Mm -hmm. and enough time has passed and enough has happened.
2: It's been like three weeks, to be quite honest, maybe max.
0: and, And there's certainly been enough that's happened to them that should allow her to see that this is not this is not the kid that she had to pick up from, you know, back up in L.A. He's not that same kid and after everything that he's been been through yes it hasn't been that long but it's definitely has been long enough that she should have a different vision of what her son is
2: i get what you're saying but i i can understand why she might still be sort of stuck with the idea that he's still the junkie
0: and she needs to get unstuck damn it
3: yes she needs to get unstuck. just like pull, pull her
0: head out of her cuckoo
2: oh
3: yes Yes, yeah, just like Travis is growing his balls back, Nicolas is becoming. Oh, I man love how you did that, Deidre. You know? I know. Yeah. That, sound,
0: that sounded hot. Oh, I like that. <laughs>
2: Deidre is Blatina, y'all. <laughs> I
0: know.
3: This is the truth. This is the <laughs> absolute truth. Everybody around me a is chocolate up in Alicia. She just needs to keep Alicia. That's it. Alicia will stay her little doll forever.
1: All right, Legina, let's keep it going. If you remember, uh, our guy Strand was digging the grave for Thomas, and he was talking to Daniel. Do you remember that scene?
0: Yeah, he was. Um, he was digging the grave, and and uh, and she was telling him that uh, she wanted him gone after after he takes care of that. So yeah, if you need to do that, that's fine. But after after that, but I still need you to get. Oh out no,
1: that's out. a different one. Is that is that what's going on? I'm like I just remember the one with Daniel and Strand, but is there one with? Is there one with Celia
3: It did seem like everybody came to visit him while he was shoving, you know, shoving <laughs> the
0: grave.
2: And Celia would be given the side eye yeah, of death. I,
0: well, because well, I know Daniel's conversation was that, you know, he didn't want him. He didn't think he should bury him there because that place was, that place was, uh, was
2: what he say? It's an unholy place. Yeah, it's unholy. You know it's unholy. It's yeah. no good here.
0: Yeah, and it's a place for him to to lay his, his beloved to rest.
2: He was like, what's wrong with you, viejo?
0: He'll, he'll never be able to, he'll never have rest, to rest there, even though he's dead, dead.
1: Oh, okay. So, And then Madison was talking to him about the great uh, the thing, too, right? Is that
2: what you're talking mm-hmm. about? She's worried about Nick, and, and yeah. Strand is like, you know... We're not friends, okay? You know, we got to a similar place together, a mutual right. place, and we got a little mutual thing going on, but we're not friends. You know, I'm not going to talk to your child, you know? He
4: said
3: that on the yacht, too. He told her, once we get to where we're getting to, don't, don't, don't think we're, like, all bonded up and everything once yeah. we get there.
2: But even though he said all that shit, he was still like, you know what? You can still come with me on the Abigail. But right, Madison exactly. was like, you know, I'm not leaving without Travis. Travis, Travis. Yeah,
0: Aww. yeah. Victor was still down. He was just, he just emotionally holding them at arm's length.
1: And then it's because Celia's
2: evil eye. I <laughs> guess.
1: And then they finally have the uh, touching eulogy, right? As they bury Thomas, finally. Brought tears
2: to my eyes. <laughs> yeah. El fue como mi hijo. El fue mi hijo. Los Abigail no fueron buenos padres. Oh, <laughs> do you speak Spanish, Papi? Yes, I am Latino. Get it right.
1: <laughs> he is. Well, I am too, but I I don't know Spanish. That's well, that's I because was... you're a disgrace oh my to our God. race.
4: God. Oh, did you? No, Spanish I'm just teasing. Telly
3: no, Telly I got
1: I Ace No, I aced Spanish in school, but I still can't
2: speak it. Senora Gonzalez would be disappointed.
1: something. <laughs> <No, but just, laughs> check this out, guys. When I've been to Mexico, because I'm forced to speak it
2: oh my gosh it all
1: comes out like i can get a, i can get around in mexico okay because for some reason uh, all those words come back and i just start because i'm forced if i want something to eat drink or something it just has to come pozole. Out. yeah pozole.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh my that's,
3: gosh that's, that's good
4: then that's okay
1: that's good that's good to know yeah and uh yeah so oh you know what i skipped over completely then i skip over uh homeboy grabbing his daughter
2: Oh yeah, he was about to run. Yeah, well, Salazar grabbed Ophelia, yeah. and he was like, "We gotta go! You yeah, know, we gotta, gotta go, go right now.
1: now. We gotta go he now!"
3: Was,
2: and he was He was, was, out he was rushing. He was like,
3: They're coming! They're coming back from
2: the fields. He was we rushing can... and running, and all throughout the episode before that, like you could see all of uh, the Chupacabras men. We're, like, Mm -hmm. keeping an eye on Daniel, because, like, Daniel was, like, doing crazy shit, and he was, like, sharpening something, like, during the funeral and everything, and he was going crazy, and so he ran out, and then the, the, um, the Chupacabra's men, like, surrounded him, he's like, you ain't going nowhere, and he's like, no, we got to go, and so then the men started to attack, and so then he started punching back, and then he pulled out the razor blade and slashed uh, the man in the face, I think that was Javier, right, slashed him in the face, and then they tackled him and they put him down and they dragged him away. And, he's like, and uh, Ophelia's like, Papa, Papa, where are you taking him? And Chupacabra's like, Oh, don't worry. He's going to be in a better place, baby.
3: <laughs> that woman is scary. I'm, you just, Listen, you don't get she's to be a, pop up in your nightmares. And be a chupacabra and not have skills, <laughs> mad skills. That woman is scary. That's the kind that you don't mess with. That's the kind you don't mess with and that's the kind that you don't think you're getting over on.
4: Mm-mm, no. Deidre,
2: she's coming for you next. <laughs> she, it ain't me. It's
3: your it's your baby girl, Madison, you're going to have to worry about. That's the one that's going to get shit. Oh, she, she knows there. how to defend
2: herself. <laughs>
4: Right, no, you don't
2: so too, oh, Daniel you got it, Deidre. Tied
1: to the chair, oh, Deidre? You want to take this because you haven't said anything.
2: Oh, this one's so good. Yes, Deidre, make it, make it, Deidre. Put to
1: stank on it. You want to yeah. get into this, Deidre, with Daniel and the, and the thing, and see he's bringing him some some Yes. Some
3: yeah, so. So cover brings us the puzzle and she's like you want to eat me honey i ain't eating none you got lady i ain't touching nothing you couldn't convince me
2: i love the Deidre <laughs> subtitles
3: <laughs> i know i know you love them so she's like you know um no i didn't poison it you can eat it but then he gives her the side i like no bitch i know you poisoned all of this I ain't so she puts it on the table and she's like daniel uh you're going crazy, you're losing your mind, you're talking to yourself, everyone's aware of this. And I'm gonna keep your daughter and I'm just gonna keep you here until I think you're better, or I can just feed you to the people I have, my family in the basement. But I'm gonna keep your daughter. So <laughs> he's like, No, that ain't gonna work. Um, you need to let me go. And she's like, No, you're crazy. You're hearing voices. I see you looking around talking to people, you need to make peace and, and bury your dead or something, you know, like that. And so he's like, "Yeah, alright Whatever. Um, you need to bounce and roll and get on the way for me." But the whole time <laughs> he's hearing his his dead wife like, "Honey, I don't like her. She's evil. You can't stay here." And then all of a sudden, after <laughs> after Chubacabra leaves, here here comes his wife out of nowhere. She's like, "I the know witch. about you. Yet Bruha, so <laughs> Bruha comes." Witch. <laughs> she's like um she's going to take our daughter. You need to come out of these uh ropes and go cut that bitch and kill her. <laughs> <laughs> And and he's like, honey, I love you She's like, I love you too Now you know you've done some dirt in the past And there's some things that you haven't shared with me Share, share He's like, okay So when I was four A man came and he gave me a gun And it was the first time I saw walkers And he's like, you need to take that one out You need to have your first kill And she's like, no, honey That wasn't the problem That's not what it was you were the victim. You were your own first kill. He's like, oh my god, you're so Oh, That rival. was deep.
1: That, that, mm. that got me, Deidre. I was like, ooh, this is deep. Yeah.
3: It was. yeah I, she laid it on him. Yes.
2: Can I just say, and I said this to you, Deadly, in, in private, when the witch, well, aka Griselda is the witch. For the listeners that did not listen to season one of Fear the Rambling Dead, that sort of became one of our inside jokes, because Deadly like, she's a bruja. So... It, <laughs> So Griselda <laughs> has been a witch <laughs> since that uh season one for us, but when I saw her, I like yelled because I and I instantly thought of deadly, thank you because I know you love her. I do
1: love her, and I was so happy to see her, even though it was a spirit,
2: but yeah, that's but what she'll touches. haunt you next, <laughs> please haunt me But
3: kill. she had that little smile, she had that smile that like gave you that chill like
2: <sighs> like the omen yes.
1: <laughs>
4: oh, scary.
1: She was chill. She was chill too. I liked her white top, Ash. Okay.
2: The oh my god, the fashion Ash, of the witch! It,
1: it was it was pretty. It was. No, it was very nice. It was like it looked like really hand sewn and everything. Ash, did you see the details? Ash,
2: she had a lot of time to make I it in the appreciated
5: afterlife. It. I didn't okay. think it was the same outfit that she died in, though.
4: Oh. Okay. Ooh,
2: she I'm washed go it. <laughs> she
5: washed it in the afterlife. <laughs>
1: uh oh you know what who who wants to get into the madison confronting celia
2: oh i love this Mm mm-hmm no that
1: madison's your girl go ahead talk about it you love you some i
2: did (laughs) i did and okay so she confronts uh, celia aka chupacabra Mm -hmm. in uh, thomas's room Mm mm-hmm and, uh, basically she's like, you know, please, you know, let Strand stay, you know, he isn't that bad of a person, and, you know, he, he was the he of the moment, and all this kind of stuff, and then Celia's like, no, you know, I don't like Strand, and, um, she's like, you need to accept the truth, the new world order, you know, just like Nicolás does, you know, Nicolás, he understands. He understands what this world is about. He understands that the dead are now with us, living mm-hmm. forever, eternity. You need to understand, Madison. And Madison is like, you know, I, I, I would love to understand. You know, I need to understand, you know.
4: Bullshit.
2: Well, Chupacabra <laughs> believes her and she's like, you know what? Follow me. I will take you to understand. And so, the Chupacabra takes her down into the cellar. <laughs> 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 and so, Chupacabra's like, uh, I need to show you. you know, I need to show you my family. And so, she opens the cell, and she shows Madison all of the infected. And She's like, you know, we need to take care of them. You know, would you... If your child was hungry, would you not feed your child? Would you not take care of your child? Would you not protect your child? And Madison is like, Yes, yes, I will. Keep on talking because I'm walking backwards right now and you don't know this. <laughs> and so while the infected is sort of chomping on, I don't know, another dog maybe, um, the chupacabra is like explaining, you know, what she does and, and what the new world order is. And Madison. Slowly walks out of the cell. She shuts the door, the gate, and locks the chupacabra in. The chupacabra turns around and almost as if to say, touche my friend <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, she actually doesn't freak out and she's almost accepting of it and i think it's because of her understanding of uh, the infected and her belief in life not ending but evolving into something else she's actually quite in my opinion okay with uh, her fate and after all that she says you know would you take care of a child and, and whatnot it was almost as if she was like okay madison you're doing what you need to do to take care of your children I right? i see what you did right here
4: mm-hmm.
3: no no well, and no and had i had think- some tears in her eyes no, I think Chupacabra was like, yeah, bitch, go ahead, lock it up, because there's another exit over there behind the barrels, and I'm coming to get oh you. Oh, my gosh. I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to eat you.
4: I'm coming to, coming eat to you. get
3: you. I am coming to get your ass. <laughs>
2: Don't tell me we're
1: going to see her back. <laughs> now <laughs> the
2: Chupacabra will gonna be the She's going to dressed like Rambo, Chupacabra Rambo. <laughs> Chupacabra Chupacabra Rambo. <laughs> The chupacabra will be the pozole for the infected. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you know, what, I, guys, I did forget to mention that uh, N- Nicolas was out there uh, in the infected blood again. Ash, mm-hmm. And he found Travis and he tells him, you know, you should come back. Madison's hurt. Travis declines to go. He's like, Chris can't go back and he won't leave his son. And he basically says, tell your mom you never saw us. Ashley, I wh- what what did you think about that scene, Ash? I know it was deep you.
2: Uh, oh my <laughs> bitch, why?
5: This this is so stupid.
4: <laughs>
5: Travis cannot survive out in this world without Madison, and Madison oh can't my- survive without Strand.
2: I agree. What I agree. A- Ash, you are preaching the truth. Don't listen oh. to the hater, Shake him off. Oh, <laughs> oh
5: my God, are you serious? I don't know. I I don't I don't like this whole like now you're on my side kind of thing. But I'm gonna take it. Ooh.
2: You better take it and take it good.
4: <laughs> mm. Ew, ew. ew. <laughs>
2: but it, I- Shake the Deidre off. Shake the Deidre off. <laughs>
5: Oh, wow. <laughs> you know this is not gonna end well. This is not gonna end well. He don't die. Some yeah, someone's gonna die. And and um, you know, Chris I will really kill him in his sleep. I really don't want to see the next person to die be Nick because of his hubris. This episode with this pride and this, I mean, nothing can touch me. Like I know that this is not how I'm going to die, well, bitch, please. He needs a reality check, too. Yeah, I would much rather it be Chris, and at this point, (laughs) it looks like it's going (laughs) to be Travis. In my honest opinion, because this is... Chris is not right in the head, and if something happens, Chris has no reason to save Travis. He does not have He basically has, like, APD, Antisocial Personality Disorder. Like, nothing that he does, it affects him. He doesn't feel sorrow for anything.
1: What season did Laurie die? Do you guys remember? Was it four?
2: Oh, Laurie's like... Yeah. No, Lori. That was like season three. Yeah. yeah. Season well, three. then
1: my guess is that Travis will die in season
2: three too. Oh my gosh, she's the Lori. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. I think
4: it's gonna
3: be Madison. I think Madison's going Madison. No, be the just
2: you don't like Madison. But Madison has pro- uh-huh. proved in this episode she's a survivor, and there's no way, even if you hate her, there's no way you can't deny she's a survivor. She was the one that was thinking about grabbing stuff at the beginning of the episode, and whether you liked what she did or not, Ooh. she got rid of the chupacabra. Abra. He's standing
1: for Madison. I am.
2: Listen, I mean, there's no one, way you can't, even if you don't, you don't like her. her.
3: That is not about to happen. No, Madison is only looking out for her and her kids, and that's gonna exactly. her. And think, and her going to get Exactly. She's looking out for her group. What makes her, her different from Rick? And for each and every episode that's been happening, Madison has been showing more and more that she gives zero fucks. And people have been showing Madison more and more that the more that she gives zero fucks, the more they're going to hurt her. And I'm telling you, Chuba Copper is going to come back and put serious spank on her. She is going to kill <laughs> Madison. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs>
4: Kill be like, she's my she's land. doing the
2: same thing Rick has done in the past. You just don't like it because she's a woman doing it.
4: I don't Ooh. care. She's a woman.
3: No, 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 no. There is a difference not, between Rick and Madison. There is a very big woman difference. Between Rick, and Madison. <laughs> I did the it woman card. As it, mm. don't, it don't matter. No, she's got what you just said. She's took. She's had surgery. She's put on the man. She's
2: ball. had surgery.
3: <laughs> okay, so it doesn't matter. But she can never be a Rick. She's not. She's too much. No, it's not going to happen.
2: I'm Team Madison. I'm over there with Ash. We're sipping on some lemonade. Oh, no, better get, uh,
3: get the liquor ready to pour over <laughs> her grave. She'll be dead. Soon. Oh,
2: my gosh. All right.
1: Well, guys, we got to finish this up because Daniel <laughs> is, well, he's kind of hungry. The guard thinks he is. He's like, we knew you'd give in to the pozole. And he Everyone gives
2: him. in to the pozole.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the garden unties one of his hands so he can feed himself and daniel's hand is all trembling as he's trying to get the pozole you see that dj he's trying to like
3: yeah he's like oh i'm feeble and i can't do it <laughs>
1: and then he drops the spoon then the guard is gonna reach down for it and it was all coy by daniel because he headbutts him. bam there's so good of, there's a lot of head going on in this uh this uh fear of the walking dead there was one a couple weeks ago that travis did to someone too but uh yeah, so uh, Daniel had about some him, frees himself, and then he's like, you know what you must do for our family, his wife tells him, because she's back, she's mm-hmm, back, and, and better uh, than
2: ever.
3: My girl is she's, back. Yes. Bruja is like, yes, mm-hmm. you need to stand strong, honey, you need to stand strong and go take care of these people and get the fuck out of here with our kid.
1: Yes, you need to do this. Te estoy esperando. Oh, you know, All of that. Poppy, go ahead and talk about this part, because Poppy was like, <laughs> I didn't He was telling me yesterday.
2: I know. I wonder if everybody else knows. I didn't catch
1: it, so break it down, Poppy. I I loved
2: this Mm -hmm. scene so much. So, okay. So, we have Daniel. He's escaped. He's starting to pour gasoline all over the place in the cellar. He he stole the keys from Javier, and he entered, and he's pouring gasoline all over the place, and he's getting closer and closer and closer to the infected. And... uh, he like looks up and uh, the infected sort of start walking slowly towards him. And as you see them, they're all, you know, infected, you know, the blood and the guts and they're decomposing and all that stuff. But as they get closer to him, they did this really neat effect where the infected become human again. Yeah. Which I thought was really neat. It's like slowly. They just, you know, turned to human. They like, it morphed into humans it was fantastic and then the witch griselda emerges from the group smiling with her arms open she's like yes baby i'm waiting for you come make love to me and it uh,
5: like they were all people that daniel had killed yeah. they exactly it symbolized,
2: it symbolized his victims which i thought was really neat and so then you know he um he uses the uh what, what do you call that thing the um the lighter, the lighter? Mm-hmm. and uh he sets the cellar ablaze and uh, the the flames engulf everywhere and griselda looked beautiful with the flames around her <laughs> she was <laughs> all happy and shit i loved it and uh you know there's daniel with his feet apart you know, wide stance and everything as the flames not engulfed. He <laughs> was. Yeah, he
0: did have that wide stance. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm.
2: the flames engulfed the place. And then, like, five minutes later, like, the whole place is burning down. Yeah,
1: that was quick. <laughs> that was
2: really quick. <laughs> Some time Bad construction. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. It was beautiful, though. That was a beautifully done scene. I was very impressed. Wouldn't you say, Deidre?
3: Yeah, too bad Madison didn't stay there to get burned.
2: Oh my gosh, she had to ruin a beautiful moment. We were finally agreeing on something.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and then uh, Strand the whole time, who's being escorted out of the front gate as he climbs into the truck. He sees the flames. Uh, Legionnaire, do you want to finish it out? Do you remember this? Do you remember? it was all kinds of humble jumble, mumbo jumbo going
0: on there. There was a lot of stuff going on. There was the the the. Uh... Workers were starting to run out, and and, and, and walkers were running out, and I think uh, at some point... Madison and and the two girls made it out, Uh and and of course Ophelia she wants she's looking for her father. She wants her her daughter. She wants (laughs) she wants her papa. Her papa. Where's my papa? But she's like, no, bitch, come on, come on, we gotta go. We gotta. He's gone. He's gone. We gotta go. So she hustles them into the truck, and as as they're getting ready to make their way, then they run into Nick, and Nick is like, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't find I didn't find Travis or, or Chris, but I ain't going. (laughs) <laughs> what, what? No, come on, get your ass in the truck No, bitch, I ain't going, I ain't going Uh-uh, fuck you, I ain't, I ain't going.
2: <laughs> Nicholas did the Megan Trainer. He was like, my name is no, my sign is no My number is no You need to let it go
1: <laughs> I love the Megan Trainer drop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Thank you.
4: laughs>
0: yeah, so begrudgingly, you know Strand has to take off and, and get him moving And, and, it's, and that's, uh Yeah, it's like, uh, he was like, I ain't doing it. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's, he's not leaving. He's not, he's not, he's not about that. He, he understands. So this, this is, this is where he belongs. This is where he can be.
2: Celia was right about us. We destroy everything. Mm -hmm.
0: He sees what kind of people they, they be. So we're the
2: monsters. mm Mm-hmm.
0: Don't yep.
3: know how to do I, I, I like I like the fact that he does not want to just follow, you know, his mother and just do whatever she says. He wants to know really what everything is about. He wants to know the truth of everything. I like that about him.
0: Yeah, he he wants to he want, he wants to really find find his place and understand what's happening. And and that's not and that's not the kind of support he's getting from his mother right now, unfortunately.
1: And yeah, that was the episode, guys. That was mm-hmm. the that was the mid-season finale, Ashley. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. Mm-hmm.
2: So,
0: so we are left with, with questions and things.
2: And our group is splintered, split up in different groups. We got, what is it, Strand, Madison, Alicia, Ophelia. Mm-hmm. We've got Nicolas. And I, I'm assuming he's going to be with the group from uh, Celia's... You know, all the, all the all the workers and stuff. We and got Travis. Daniel? Do you think
1: Daniel's alive? We didn't see him well, alive. I would say
2: we got Travis and Chris, and I'm hoping Daniel is out there. Maybe he's mm-hmm. making love to the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Daniel better not be dead.
1: Mm-hmm. But
5: at least we have the two weakest links that are removed.
3: I
2: think well, we're going to end up
3: with Travis and Chris. I think Nicholas and um Daniel will end up with Travis and Chris.
1: I see that. I see that happening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that.
1: But I wonder if Poppy knows anything, because it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. This
2: is an official spoiler alert.
3: Spoiler alert.
2: Alright everyone, well, check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com slash TheRamblingDead. Certainly like us and uh, stay tuned with the Facebook like page. We'll be posting any scoops and tidbits, as Deadly would like to say, uh, during the hiatus. Right, Deadly? Deadly loves to post uh, a good meme, too, every once in a while. I will. I'll put some stuff up there. Mm -hmm. Yes, I saw this interesting meme of this hip-hop artist by the name of Deadly morphed with uh, Ruben Blades. (laughs) Oh Oh, (laughs) it exists out there it really does it's (laughs) terrifying but in a good way
1: it's all about the snap
2: (laughs) it is all about the snap (laughs) that's snapchat for the kids everybody (laughs) Mm -hmm. deadly so advanced he just calls it snap (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into some spoilery scoop there were two interviews that were released uh post midseason finale the first one is with uh, with the showrunner Gail Ann Hurd and uh, we also have one with uh, the other showrunner Dave Erickson so we'll start off with uh, Gail Ann Hurd who was interviewed by Deadline.com and uh, Deadline gets down to the nitty-gritty by asking uh, the important question about the group They ask, uh, it definitely looks like we've seen the last of Daniel for good and maybe the last of Travis and Nick and Chris for a while. She goes on to say, well, I mean, you don't see Daniel die, so I wouldn't assume that he's gone forever. However, the perception certainly among our characters on the show is that he's gone. So, you know, we'll see how that plays out. And uh, they follow up with, why the departure? Temporary or not? She goes on to say, Ruben's a very busy guy. He's got a lot of things on his plate, and we certainly hope that he will be back. And so they go on to ask, what about Celia, our Chupacabra friend? We never actually saw her among those Daniels set on fire in the basement. Is she truly gone? mm mm-hmm dramatic pause for deidre
3: yeah dramatic come on now
2: this is what gail and Heard said deidre i'm sorry she is gone when madison locked her in with the infected and when daniel burned the place down she perished with them you didn't see her because we really wanted to focus on daniel's mindset at the time and what he saw with griselda that you know so he may be looking at celia but we're in his pov and he's seeing griselda and in essence sometimes you cleanse with water sometimes with fire and he truly did believe that the place was evil and obviously he connected it with the great sins of his own life
3: i don't think she's dead
2: oh (laughs) my god
3: <laughs> Only because I think that's so weird that they would say, okay, she's dead," but then Daniel, he might be back. It depends on his contractual obligations in between the lines saying, it would, nah, I don't know. <laughs>
2: well damn alright so they also ask about the other side of the group with Travis and Chris going their own way for now and Nick refusing to join his mother and Strand in going back to the boat the impact of the reality of their situation is hitting hard plus this is the first time you've broken this group up why? She goes on to say, once again, it's about blood and bond. Chris and Travis are blood. Travis feels really responsible for Chris and wonders if their relationship and what has happened not only before the zombie apocalypse but the impact on Chris of Travis doing what he needed to do, which is to make sure that his ex-wife, Liza, didn't turn seems to have had a profoundly negative impact on their son. And as you saw in the mid-season finale, he's not going to just let him go. He will do anything to save him. Very interesting.
3: He grew back some balls, I told you.
2: There you go. And so, uh, in this article, they also cleared up a little bit, maybe, on the title Shiva for the episode. As Galen Heard said, it's about blood, blood, and bond. In Judaism, Shiva is the seven day period of mourning after the death of a loved one. In Hinduism, Shiva is one of the three major gods and charged with both destruction and recreation. So they mentioned that. In the mid season finale, both elements were in play, so it was like a dual meaning for the title. Moving on to the interview on EntertainmentWeekly.com with the other showrunner, Dave Erickson. So, alright, they also ask about Daniel, and they get his answer on whether Daniel is dead or not. He goes on to say, We. Don't see Daniel Byrne, and that's intentional. I think what's important at the end of the midseason is that it's the impact on Ophelia and the rest of the characters that Daniel's gone. That's going to spin Ophelia specifically in a new direction for the back half. From my perspective, in terms of the arc of the show, this is not the last we see of Daniel Salazar. He will be done for the season we won't be seeing Daniel in the back half, but my hope is we will see the return of Daniel in season three. So that kind of correlates with Ooh, what Gail Ann Heard said. I don't like
1: that. I don't like that, Poppy.
2: I agree, <laughs> but, it, but it sort of correlates with what Gail Ann Hurd said in regards to uh, Reuben Blades not maybe being available to continue recording.
1: Poppy, can we talk real Can I cut in real quick? Because yes. Petra-
2: Spit it for uh, real.
1: Yeah. Uh, he was on the Talking Dead, and he broke down his his real name from Panama. They used to call him uh, Blades.
3: Yeah, yeah. But, I've seen him talk about his name before, yeah.
1: Oh Yeah, so he said they used to call him Blades, but when he came, I guess, to the U.S., everyone started calling him Blades. So how do you say it? Say it. You say it so good.
3: Me, Blades. 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 I, look, I can't even get my, my tongue to
4: work Ooh, but, right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even <laughs> Blades. Yeah, so so he just goes by either one now. It's like, hey, whatever you want to call me, right, Bobby? Yeah, he
2: mentioned that mm-hmm. um, because uh, I believe I read an interview that said that his, I don't remember if it's the paternal or maternal. Um, it, it would have to be, I guess, paternal. Grandparents are British, and so it's blades. Uh, and he never has wanted to seem, um, wait, what's the right term? Um once it became a big hit in like Latin America, they were saying "blades," but he always, for the most part, corrects it in the beginning by saying "blades." And and one of the things he never wanted people to think was that he was like Anglophying his name, you know, trying to make mm-hmm. it more American. But he's like, you know, that's just, you know, what it is, and you know, that's how I grew up saying it. But he's also said that either or he doesn't mind. You know, he's like, you know, as long as people are saying my name, I'm good. Especially Mm -hmm. when Deidre says it. Say it again, Deidre.
3: Stop it. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me blush. Stop it, (laughs) Deidre.
2: She wants some of that pozole. All right. Sorry, Poppy. I had to break in there with that. It's okay. All right. So they ask about Madison and Celia. So entertainment weekly asks, Madison really makes a move to the dark side here as she walks with Celia into that cell where all the infected are. And then she backs up and locks her in basically murdering her in her own home. Take me through Madison's decision here. And uh, he goes on to say from pretty early in the story we've defined a woman who does have a darker side is willing to go there if necessary and is also very good about compartmentalizing the things that she's done and the things that she's seen in the first half of the season we see a woman who starts to become very apprehensive about nick and the direction he's going in and his seeming fascination if not addiction to the apocalypse and to the dead and when he meets celia and realizes that this woman is embracing the dead in the way that her son is and he's basically risking his life and what she equates his interest in the dead with his Heroin addiction. And she sees Celia as essentially a pusher, as a woman who is going to lead her son down a path that she's fearful of. And there's that scene in this episode where Nick sounds as though he has kind of gone to a place which is somewhat disconnected from reality. He honestly believes he can't die. He honestly believes that he can walk among them and he will not be touched. And I think the concern that she has is if that continues, he is going to die. And that's been her concern for him since he was 14 15 years old when she feels that she started to lose him so what she sees in celia is a woman who is going to compromise the safety of her son and ostensibly killing celia is a way of protecting nick and saving his life they go on to ask, Celia has a really interesting reaction to this. She doesn't seem angry or even scared when she sees what Madison has done. So they go on to say, that's because she knows that there's a secret door. No, that's not what they said.
4: Oh, Bobby, do you know you're so fucking. Uh, I'm sorry,
2: Deidre. <laughs> but this is what Dave Erickson had to say. I think she has a half a second of alarm, but she's a believer. And I think the thing for Celia ultimately is, it's a little bit disconcerting initially, and this is not the road she thought she was going to go on, at least not this soon, but she quickly recovers. I mean, look, she's somebody who believes the dead are not dead. She believes it's just the continued evolution, and she believes it's natural. So if she truly believes these things, and she does, then she's better equipped at embracing her own death and her own resurrection as the infected. So it only phases her for a second, and then she settles into it quite nicely and so they go on to ask and then what happens to her when the camera cuts away dave and he goes on to say i think it becomes very unpleasant for her right when we left the room
3: (laughs) all right you say so
2: yes and so they they end the interview by asking what can you say about what's going to happen when things pick back up He goes on to say the resolution is going to take some time, and bringing our family back together is going to be something we need to earn over time. But you essentially got three storylines, potentially four, where we scatter to the winds and try to find a way to survive. The interesting thing for the back half of the season is initially we had sanctuary, relatively speaking, for the first half. We had the boat until that was compromised. We had Place where we could get food we could get water and then we had the compound and I think that again was a safe place and this is the first time we're going to see Travis and Madison Alicia and Nick and Chris in a position where they're going to have to learn to survive in a way that they haven't yet and that's going to be one of the big challenges for them and so the last question that they had was and is that going to be on land on water Or both? And his response is that remains to be seen. We will try to return to the Abigail on the back half of the season and we'll see what has happened to our boat. It's
5: not going to be there.
2: Oh my. I will say that they did show a little teeny tiny, I think it was like maybe 30 second sneak peek at the mid-season premiere. And we saw Nicolas asleep in like um let's call it like a shack type of thing. And there was some stranger with a baseball bat approaching him. And in the preview, because there was an actual preview released for the season... <laughs> It seems as if O'Negan. Oh good grief! It seems as if the first episode might be nicolas focused, and uh, Nicholas is teamed up with some of uh, the uh, Abigail compounds workers, and there seem to be some some sort of bad people out on the roads, so it was interesting it's definitely a, a neat sneak peek to look at before i throw it back to you deadly obviously this is the mid-season finale of uh fear the walking dead that we are discussing they did announce the premiere date for the second half of the season so fear the walking dead uh, will return on sunday august Twenty first, twenty sixteen. There are eight episodes left of the season, and we will be back uh, that week to ramble on with all of you. Yay! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Chupacabras. Chupacabras. Well, thank you, Poppy. Is that it? You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it, man. Till next year. This is kind of sad. Not next year. Or oh, I mean, till August. Till August. Oh, my
2: bad, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Till August. laughs>
2: Good grief! Uh, you're sending us with Celia. Oh my god. Oh. Uh. Uh, but this has been fun.
1: So I meant to say, join us August twenty third, twenty sixteen, for a brand new installment of Fear the Rambling Dead, Poppy. And visit Poppy Chula Radio Archives to download this episode and many more. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Download tonight's broadcast through iTunes. Just search Fear the Rambling Dead and subscribe, Ashley. Please like us on Facebook. Yes,
4: please. Subscribe.
1: Yes, please like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash the rambling dead. Check out the memes. There's going to be some cool memes. Also like Poppy Chula Radio on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash Radio. Help support Papi Radio financially by visiting GoFundMe.com forward slash Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, please do that. Email us via contact at with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns. And if you're interested in joining the Papi Radio team, has an on-air personality like Deidre or blog yeah. contributor. yeah, email. Spicy Deidre. <laughs> yes, talent. Mm-hmm. At PoppyChulaRadio.com <laughs> uh, co host Like I said, that's it until August So any last words, say goodnight Say say something
2: Good night, Ramblers, we'll miss you uh, You Long will always be on our minds
3: cubra,
2: Oh my god <laughs> And the Bruja Yes, <laughs> always the Bruja Listeners, go make some Pozole Whichever color you want Petizole. But
3: the red's the best <laughs> down with Madison
2: <laughs> no, no, you better not touch my girl Oh, and come on <laughs> Thanks
1: for tuning well, in Well, you can down with her Joining us, like I said, it's August 23rd, 2016 For a brand new installment Of the Ramblin' Dead That's at 10pm uh, Eastern, 7pm Pacific uh, Good night, everybody And Legionnaire, you have something to, to say to August?
0: Yes, yes, as we go out for this mid season. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Now that the estate has burned, it's the Abigail or Bust.
2: Ooh.
4: Ooh. <laughs> I like that.
0: Was he rapping,
4: Poppy?
2: He was. Uh, <laughs> he's trying to take your job, definitely. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: well you know we started off singing. Might as well end with rapping. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good night, Ramblers. night.